Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to be here with this pop-up live. I meant to let the peoples know on Instagram stories, and I completely forgot. We just wrapped up a two and a half hour training on environments within business by human design. So my voice may be a little bit raspy, And I'm going to anchor into what I desired to share with you guys today. But I'm really excited to dive into more of my experience on hmm, having lived every environment. I have literally been through every single environment. Sorry, I'm just making sure I'm actually live. There we go. We're live. Let me make sure everything's working first, friends. Yes, we are good. Perfect. If I don't see your comments, I promise I will come back and answer any questions that came through. I am also recording this for the podcast. So if you're listening on the HD CEO Psyche podcast, feel free to hop over to YouTube. I will drop the link in the comments if you desire to see the live video of this. But we're going to dive into my experience with caves. I'm not going to be teaching environments here today. That was saved for business by human design. That is going to be reopening for, I think we're planned for class number two, starting in January. I'm really excited. The group is incredible. It's just such like next level beings in there and shifts that are happening are really badass. So January is the next round class two of business by human design. What I deeply desire to speak to today is my experience having gone through multiple environments and finally settling into what it means to be a cave being. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is very often, let me just move my mic. I'm just all cozy. I have my tea. I mean, I've done a two and a half hour training business by human design. I had two client calls this morning. So I have my tea. I'm all wrapped up in my blankets. We're just going to have a chat today. I'm going to share my experience as a six line role model to hopefully create some shifts and open up your perception in your business to more power, purpose, and prosperity and what it means to embody your environment. Also, as you know, if you're new here, hello and welcome. But as you know, I don't have scripts for this. I am a generator. As you can see, this is my chart, generator, sacral authority. I respond. So what is meant to come through will come through today. Oh, there's so much I want to say about this. First thing that's really important that we understand, you know, Ra had said to not even worry about the variables until at least two years into your journey with human design. I can feel my voice going from talking so much today. (laughs) 
to not even worry about the variables until at least two years into your journey with human design. And I do agree with that. Now, I was asked a, a fantastic question within Business by Human Design. And one of the community members there, one of the family members, I feel all of my communities are actually families, had said, what if, like truly embodied from strategy and authority, I desire to make a shift today and begin to show up in my business within this new environment? Would that be okay? And it's been under two years since I started my journey with human design. And I said, absolutely. If you are following strategy and authority and through this training, you got a hell yes to make those one degree shifts, do it. Where the resistance comes from, <clears throat> sorry guys, I have my tea here because my voice isn't used to speaking so much back to back anymore. I only take a couple calls between one-on-one -on -one calls and trainings in a day. So this is like a good strain on my voice today. Where the resistance comes from is when we say, okay, I am a cave being, so therefore I have to do this to hit six figures in my business. That's where the resistance comes from. As you know from previous episodes of the podcast, it is never, and this is the hardest part for us to embody most times, it is never what we are doing. It is who we are being. And the doing and receiving is a natural extension of who we are being. And this is, it really bodes true when we're looking at environment. It is who you are being. And the environment is a natural extension to that. You will be naturally drawn to the environment that is correct for you. So it's not necessarily about saying, okay, and this is what the ego wants to do. This is what the mind wants to do is say, okay, I am now a cave. Therefore, I must go find a cave to live in. <laughs> I found my cave and I'm going to share that with you guys. I found my cave and it changed my entire life. It changed my entire business. But that is not what it's about. When we make decisions from the not self like that, it simply creates more resistance in our business and life. But when you are in the right environment, this is what's so important to understand. When you are in the right environment from embodiment, from soul, have to is never embodiment. Should is never embodiment. Hiding, this is something I said in Business by Human Design today, hiding is never embodiment. But when you are in the right embodiment, or when you are in the right environment, it opens up the possibilities of your particular unique perspective to emerge. Now, what do I mean by that? When we are following strategy and authority and we are allowing ourselves to be led, when we are allowing our inner world, to, whoops, sorry, I'm playing with my microphone apparently. When we allow our inner world to rise up and lead us, when we allow our body to lead us and the mind follows based on what it sees, everything we experience was meant for us, even if that means you experience resistance. Even if that means you experience a, a perceived setback, even if that means you experience an obstacle or a perceived limitation. I mean, limitation isn't bad, right? We're looking at 41, for example, decrease. Limitation's not bad. When a baby is birthed, there's limitation within the womb for the baby. Therefore it is birthed, right? Gate 41 is actually the first, uh, the starting place for the genetic code. When we're looking at on my friend there we go when we are looking at the chinese i ching right that's our dna sequence 
41 is the beginning of that DNA sequence. But I mean, when we look at even 41, decrease. The limitation of resources, which maximize development of potential, right? Decrease is not bad. Limitation is not bad. So when we meet limitation, when we're following strategy and authority, it means that everything we see and experience was meant for us. Even if it is a perceived setback, even if it is a perceived limitation, even if it is a perceived decrease. But when we are, and that's what I'm talking about with environment, is when we are operating correctly in our strategy and authority and we are in the correct environment, we are then seeing, so we allow our inner world to rise up and lead us. We allow our body to lead us. And by doing that, you're allowing your magnetic monopole to draw everything to you that is meant for you. The magnetic monopole in your G-Center only attracts, it does not repel. And in there, your mind is seeing and experiencing and its perception is open to everything that is meant for you. So you can finally respond to the correct things. You can finally have the correct inspiration as a manifester. You can have the correct invitations. And for reflectors, you're being initiated into your process from things that are actually correct for you. So very often we hear that, you know, environment only matters if you're an undefined G-Center or environment only matters if you are a reflector. Environment is a huge factor. In fact, Ross said, environment is the bedrock, the foundation of your success on the material plane. <sighs> I could go on all day, but I just taught on it. I just taught two and a half hours on it. So you're gonna have to join us in business by look i'm just moving things around so i can try and see comments just bear with me here oh i almost dropped my tea on my computer that would have been fun doing that live welcome to the circus my friends i was just singing circus by britney spears to one of my clients this morning getting her amped up for she creates live soul events is getting her really amped up for that all right i could go on and on about this but it's the foundation of the success that you are going to have the foundation of your power, your purpose, and your prosperity on the material plane because it allows you to see what is meant for you. Now, if we enter into things from the mind, from the not self of saying, I must do this, I should do this so that I have this result, that is the ego, that is the mind. And it's very often leading you off track. And when it leads you off track or you are in the incorrect environment, you're going to see and experience things that were never meant for you. And when you are in the incorrect environment, there's actually a degradation that happens to your body. You know, Ra is ashore and he said the only time that things really hit the fan in his life, you know, his son almost passed away, had a very scary um, illness, was when he wasn't at shores. When I was diagnosed with cancer, I was living in a valley. In fact, I haven't had other than the odd colds I had a stomach flu this week. Other than little things like that, I have not had any serious health diagnoses since I've been living in a cave. So the example I used in Business by Human Design, which I'm going to share with you guys before I move into my experience with caves, this is like never before heard information before, guys. Other than if you're in Business by Human Design, so I would have literally just shared it with you. We just got off the call. <laughs> If we look at it, you know, for example, certain um, substances, if you put them near an ocean, for example, they degenerate much faster. They rust much faster. If you put them in an environment that is not correct for them, right? That's just like you. Your aura, your being is going to be much more susceptible to conditioning, to the programming. 
if you are in the incorrect environment. It's just like that object, say like a car, if you put it near an ocean, it's going to rust faster than if it's away from um, salt water and the salt in the air, right? Exact same thing with your body. When I got diagnosed with cancer, I was in a valley. When I was struggling with my mental health, I was living in a mountain, not literally a mountain, it was a high rise, but that can be a simulated mountain, of course, if you live in like Miami or Toronto, Vancouver, for example. Obviously, the actual real thing, the real mountain is ideal, but that high rise could be your simulated environment. But I was living, so when I was like highly depressed, on anxiety medication, on um, depression medication, my relationship at the time was falling apart. I was actually living in the Gold Coast in Australia. I lived there for just over a year. Seems like ages ago. (laughs) I love the Gold Coast. Had nothing to do with the Gold Coast. It had to do with my environment there. You can find an environment anywhere, right? I could have found a cave there had I known this information at the time. So I was living in a high rise. So I was in a mountain during at night and then I was on a shore. So I spent my days at the beach during the day. My relationship was falling apart. Nothing like appeared to be going right there. I was always meeting resistance. I was always meeting limitation. I was always meeting decrease from the not self, from what I was not meant to see, not from the true self. And life just seemed like, which seems crazy because I was on the Gold Coast and it was a dream to live in Australia. Everything seemed to be a lot harder than it needed to be. (laughs) Like it seemed like no matter what I did, I was meeting resistance, right? And at the time I didn't know human design. This is way back. Oh my gosh, this is going to age me. This is way back in 2008 that I originally moved. I left um, my master's to move to Australia long time ago, my friends, long time ago. But things were degrading, not just my health of my body of my vehicle, as Rock called our body, but my relationship, my career at the time, everything seemed there was more resistance than there needed to be. So that is the difference between then and living in a cave. I now live in a cave and I'm going to give my experience moving through this. Um, another example is I used to, so when I lived in what would be termed as a valley, I had insomnia, very, very bad insomnia to the point where I was seeing cognitive behavioral therapists. I was going to sleep clinics. No one could figure out what was like, quote unquote, wrong with me. I was being given sleep medication. That wasn't working. When I moved to a cave, I don't, in fact, I feel like I sleep too much now. (laughs) I have no problem sleeping now. Like Scott and I will watch a movie and I'm like, out within five minutes of the movie starting. Uh, that is the difference of being in the correct environment. Not only are you seeing and experiencing everything that's meant for you, so you're amplifying your magnetism, you're amplifying quantum leaps, you're amplifying collapsing of timelines, you're amplifying power, purpose, and prosperity, but you are also protecting your vessel, protecting your vehicle. So you're less likely to, you know, health issues, stress, conditioning, programming when you are in the correct environment. So it is, it's a, it's a big deal switching to the correct environment and making this shift, but it must be from embodiment, not from what the mind is telling you that you have to do. As soon as we say we have to do something, that's when, you know, shit kind of hits the fan and doesn't work out. Now, Raw did say, like I said, that environment is the bedrock, the cornerstone to your success in the material plane. He said, you know, if a cave being is living in a mountain, they're never going to find success. 
And he didn't take that and he acknowledged that saying that was serious, that saying never was serious. And he didn't take that lightly at all. But it creates more resistance. Now, do I think it's as extreme as that? No, I feel 100% there's people that are operating out of alignment in their business and seeing what we perceive to be success. But at what cost? To their relationships, to their health, you know, to, to, to do everything. All right, so let's get into my experience with caves. So I've told you guys a little bit about all of this. I've lived in every single environment when I was, you know, in at my family's farm valleys growing up in Australia or even valley, even when I was in university, when I was in Australia, mountain and shores. So I've had an experience with maybe not, no markets as well at one of my locations in Australia. I have had an experience in every environment. Now, this is, it's so crazy. And I, I really hope this provides an opening of perception of what is possible for you when you follow strategy and authority. That is my hope with sharing this with you today. That is my hope with really being like raw and vulnerable on my experience of going through every environment and what's led me here now is it opens up your perception in some way to what is possible for you when you open up to embodiment, when you open up to integration, when you open up to following, allowing your body to lead you. So many people, they're tortured by their mind and what they think they should do or need to do. And especially in the online spiritual space. Well, I have to show up like this so I can have success like that. If I'm not traveling and I'm not showing all these expensive things, no one will take me seriously. We have all these stories that we have created in our mind, which is creating a reality that isn't actually fulfilling us, that isn't actually in alignment with how our vehicle is meant to be operating in this world and what we're meant to be seeing and what our perception is meant to be open to. All right, so where do I even start? Oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start. Okay, let's start with, I already started with some aspects, I guess. Let's start from the day I left corporate. All right. If you've been with me, or well, we're going to go a little bit back, but set up the stage for this. If you've been with me for a while, you know that Scott and I built what my mind had deemed our dream home. It was one step down from like the ultimate, right? The ultimate was a farm with a farmed animal sanctuary and a dog and cat rescue on it. That was a big goal. But it was like at that stage of our lives, it was the dream, the dream home. We customized everything, every floor, every paint color, every cabinet color. The bathroom was completely customized. Um, the door on the bathroom shower was completely customized. Like everything was fully customized in this house. It took, it was delayed getting it done. The company was behind. Um, so it was about a year and a half, almost two years before it was actually complete. So not only was it like what my mind had perceived as the dream home, but it took like a long ass time for us to actually move into this house. And something always felt off there. So when we are looking at caves, what you can see here is my environment is caves. Um, caves is, and you know, I'm not here to teach on the different environments, but this will give context to it. Caves is protection within your environment is huge. Protection within your environment is huge. One door, enter and exit is huge. Um, a house with multiple entrances and exits are, is not ideal for a cave environment being. 
uh, sleeping on the second floor, not ideal for a cave environment being. So we created this beautiful custom home. I had the big bay doors out back, you know, what I thought was just a dream. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. But something always felt off. My husband works midnights and, you know, he would work midnights and I was nervous. Even looking back to when I was a kid, my bedroom was on the main floor with big windows. It was all windows, my bedroom. And there were two doors in my bedroom. And I used to have horrific nightmares, horrific nightmares. And that's all characteristics of a cave being with too many, you know, entrances and exits, if you will. Uh, not enough protection in their environment. So I had horrific nightmares. I didn't sleep. People thought there was something wrong with me that like a child of that age shouldn't be having nightmares over their environment like that. And it was because I wasn't in the correct environment. I was a cave being. Protection's huge. So something always felt off at that house. It never felt like home, which is, you know, it was looking back now, I understand why, but we moved in and it never felt like home. And this was supposed to be the dream. This was supposed to be what I had always, you know, wanted. So when I walked out of corporate, you guys know this story. I walked out of corporate. I didn't even have a dollar to my name. I had no savings. I ended up with a $200 paycheck, my last paycheck from my corporate job. And they wouldn't pay me my bonus. I was banking on having the bonus to get me through one month of starting my business. I didn't know what I was going to launch. I had no clients. You know, it was like from the outside a disaster. But I was like calm, cool, and collected. I'm like, my strategy and authority is telling me to do this. I'm going to do this. Talk about diving into strategy and authority and following strategy and authority. I was, I don't know, I was probably what many would perceive as way too calm given the circumstances because I had four or three horses at the time, four now. We have the cottage, the cars, we had two new cars with bills on them. You know, from the outside world, from a logical perspective, it didn't make sense what I was doing. So I walked out of corporate and, you know, my husband and I were talking about, do we downsize? What do we do to really take the pressure off of me? Uh, so I, you know, not that I didn't have to get a part-time job or anything, but just to simply take that pressure off of having also a high mortgage on top of that. So we kind of contemplated and it's so funny because my sacral was like, oh, I think I'm going to need to plug in my computer. Might not be able to. Mm. We're just going to roll with it. We're just going to roll. Hopefully I'm not on too long. <laughs> my sacral is a hell yes to creating a basement, like a cave environment i was like oh my gosh yes hell yes to the sexiest cave environment ever like customized cave environment and my mind of course i mean you can imagine the idea of selling your dream home to move into a cave to move into a, a basement the mind was like that makes no logical sense like the mind was saying this is a step backwards now this decision has allowed us to buy multiple investment properties. We have investment properties. We have the cottage. As a side note, please always have multiple streams of re revenue. I think that's so critical. Uh, anyway, that's a complete side note. But there is a hell yes. And the perfect cave environment was on the property of my in-laws. They have like an almost two acre property. Perfect cave environment there. My mind went nuts. My logical mind told me I was batshit crazy. And this is what's going to happen, especially if you are a sacral being. The mind is going to be like, you are listening to this grunt. You are listening to this imaginary sacral within you and you're changing your entire life because of it. You're moving across the country because of it. You're leaving your job because of it. 
You're selling your dream house because of it? That, that's what the mind will do. There's always going to be pressure to think. The mind does what it does. It's not our job to control it. It's what are we in sovereignty to? What are we devoted to? I'm devoted my sacral. So we made that tough decision. We made a custom basement like suite, a cave. You want to know what happened in my business? I went from when I was in corporate, I had like a side hustle, right? Which is part of the problem. I think when you have a side hustle, I went from $50 months in my side hustle. I was trying to create essentially like my own like beach body, not in any way like having coaches or anything on but a, a platform a fitness platform and app and I had been learning human design behind the scenes for my own enjoyment my own embodiment I had no intention on coaching it in fact I said a business by human design today I said if there's ever a testament to human design and following your strategy and authority my mind always tells me like what the fuck are you still doing teaching human design but it's always a sacral hell yes my mind always tells me I'm crazy still teaching it but this is a testament to when you follow your strategy and authority and when you allow yourself to see and experience what you're meant to see and experience, when you allow your environment to support the expansion of your aura instead of the degradation of your aura. My first $10,000 a month when we moved in to the cave, six figures in six months, multiple six figures the first year, already $500,000 this year. The business grows in ways that don't make logical sense. And it is my firm belief that is because I've allowed myself to not only follow my strategy and authority, but follow my environment through strategy and authority on what is best for me, what supports my aura. And here's the thing. Now, if you're like, oh my, there's no way I can't move to a cave or I can't move to the mountains. What ends up happening, the more we are out of alignment with our design, the analogy I used in business by human design is we're putting like little pinpricks and our aura, right? And if you think of like, say an inflatable pool, maybe you have kids, I have dogs, they have a pool. Maybe you have an inflatable pool or something. One pinprick, I mean, is it the end of the world? No, water's still going to drain through it, but is it the end of the world? Probably not. You can probably keep up with refilling the water, right? Still an expensive energy. You're still expending more energy because of that pinprick in the pool. You're having to put more energy in in the form of water and the energy to fill the pool. But when we start poking a lot of holes, well, now, you know, you're living through the not self of the mind. You're thinking about things that don't matter. You're worrying about triggering other people's emotional waves of the solar plexus. So that's another pinprick. You're not allowing yourself to be the networker with floor. Another pinprick. Uh, you're not being the role model and sharing your experience for the six line. Another pinprick. Right. And you're putting over and over again these holes in your aura or the holes in the pool in that analogy. And you're not living in the correct environment. That's when energy start, drain starts to rapidly increase, where the momentum starts to take you in the wrong direction instead of the right direction. And you're seeing and experiencing more of that which is not meant for you instead of that which is meant for you. So if there's one aspect of the design that's out of embodiment, out of integrity, out of alignment, is it the end of the world? Likely not. But it's when you're continually operating through the not self, there's an energy drain there. You're not seeing and experiencing what you're meant to see and experience to open up those next steps. So $10,000 in my first month being in the cave. I have no sleep problems. Like I said, in fact, I think I sleep too much. I have not had any issues with anxiety or depression since being in the cave. 
I don't have like any fears because I control the entrance and exit. There's one entrance and exit. There's so much for me to respond to. Usually there's too much. <laughs> and the conditioning and the program isn't there. It does. It's like water off a duck's back when you are operating through the correct environment for you. So an example is when I go to our cottage, it's a little bit up on a cliff over, that's a beautiful view, beautiful view. It's up on like a little bit of a cliff overlooking the lake. And that could be described like, mm, I wouldn't say shore because I, there, I'd say it's more valley there. You might be able to argue a little bit shore valley and shores are very similar. Um, I can feel the conditioning in the program really grab holds when I'm there. You know, all of a sudden when I'm there, I'm up in my head center. As you can see, I have an undefined head center. I'm thinking about things that don't matter. I'm scrolling social media. I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's doing this. Should I be traveling? Although I can't right now. Should I be traveling so that people take me more seriously? Should I have the fancy objects so people take me more seriously? And I'm, I'm getting into my head on what I should do, what I need to do, what I have to do to be successful, to amplify power, purpose, and prosperity. And I'm getting further and further and further away from my true self, further and further and further away for what is meant for me. And as soon as I come back to the cave, it's like, whew, all right, bitches, I'm on fire. And I have so much to say, so much to respond to. And the conditioning doesn't bother me. I'm like, yeah, that's badass that she's doing that. And I stay in my lane. The comparison game doesn't affect me as much here. Not to say I'm perfect, of course, right? No one's perfect. But I'm not so much operating through that open solar plexus of worrying about triggering others' emotional waves. I'm not so much operating through the open head center of thinking about things that don't matter. And my health, like I said, my health has been better than it's ever been. And if I do meet health obstacles or health limitations, that is part of what I believe in. You know, you can throw it in the fuck it bucket. What is part of my path? I'm seeing and experiencing things that were part of my path. And I can choose how I react to them versus if I'm living through the not self when I was living, oh geez, really heavy through the not self when I was diagnosed with cervical cancer. I really don't believe that was part of my path. I believe that it was created, manifested because I continually saw and experienced things that were not meant for me. And that is a degradation on our aura and it's a degradation on you know, our vehicle, our body, our meat suit. And I mean that with the most utmost respect for the divine vessel that we have, but our meat suit. It's going to continually put us in situations that were never meant for us. When I have allowed and also become curious about the conditioning from like, that's really interesting when I see conditioning come up. When I've allowed myself to simply be present in my cave and what is correct for me, Everything is amplified in terms of power, purpose, and prosperity. I continually am mind blown at the rate my business expands with the most soul aligned, badass clients you could ever imagine. Now, is it to say I never meet resistance? Well, of course not. But it's resistance that's meant for me. And the way I look at it when we are operating in alignment with our environment is it's the difference between paddling uphill or sorry, paddling, paddling upstream. I was thinking of mountains there in the hills. Paddling upstream or going with the flow of the river, right? I'm a, I like kayaking. It's, well, 
before we got Julia and she couldn't go out in the heat, I loved to kayak. That was one of the things Scott and I did all summer. And it's the difference between like just going with the flow and kind of like casually paddling that little bit of resistance as you like just keep yourself on course, right? Versus like, you know, I'm, I curse. Oh, I curse going upstream, especially on like a really windy day, right? There's so much resistance there. Now, does it mean I can't get upstream? Well, of course not. I can get upstream. I can absolutely get upstream, but it probably would have been easier to just go with the flow, right? And that's essentially what we're looking at with environment. One thing I did forget to mention, which I did desire to mention on this recording, was environment is the design. So design is 88 days before your birth. It is the essentially subconscious mind. Ra described this energy as essentially being the energy that moves through tunnels, right? You can't see it. You experience it. You can't see it. So it's the design, the subconscious, the red, and it's uh, the arrow, right? So it's either going point, point right or left, and it's going to be the nodes. So on the design side at the top is the sun, earth. The one below that is your north and south node. Um, if you're into astrology, I'm an astrologer as well. That is south node is your past, past lives or past karma. And north node is where you're going towards, right? Your destiny, what you're here to live out. So environment, when we're looking at it from also infusing the astrology within that of the north node, your destiny, your environment allows you to live out your destiny. Your environment allows you to live out your destiny. And the reality is, my friends, and, you know, this is something that I've had a couple clients in my communities that have said that's so beautiful and so true. What we're talking about is momentum. It's creating momentum. When we are in the not self, when we are in environments that are not correct for us and we are seeing and experiencing things that were never meant for us, we are creating momentum in the wrong way. We are creating momentum in the not self. We are making things harder than they have to be. And from that perspective, we're chasing money, not wealth. We're chasing external experiences, not embodiment. And again, we're going to meet resistance in business that was never meant for us. Whereas when we are operating within momentum of strategy and authority, strategy and authority, being in the right environment, seeing and experiencing things that are meant for you, it amplifies that power. And you often likely hear, and it's true, when embodiment and integration and, and wealth and prosperity and power and purpose starts to create that momentum in the right direction, it's like a snowball going downhill, right? When I was in the not self and struggling, I declared bankruptcy when I left university. I have a degree in psychology. I declared bankruptcy. I had so much momentum going in the wrong way. Money would show up in my account and I was like, where does it go? How is it even possible that that much money was deposited in my account and it's gone? Now, at the end of the month, I look at my PayPal. I'm like, where did this money come from? Like, how is it even possible that this I've received this much money this month? It's beyond my wildest dreams. It's more than what I could have ever imagined. And it's because of the momentum in the correct way. And it's creating that momentum. The deeper we go, the deeper layers that we sink into within our human design the more momentum we're creating in the way that's correct for us and the more momentum we're creating in a way that reduces resistance for us. So this is a really powerful way to experience those one degree shifts, especially if you have been in your experiment with human design for a long time. 
you've been in, in your experience with strategy and authority. I said to two clients this week, I said, look, you got the strategy and authority down. This is where we're meeting the resistance. It's in environment. I know you felt resistance to the embodiment of your environment, but I'm telling you, this is the next step. How does it feel? You know, is the solar plexus authority one of the clients? How does it feel to step into and expand into this next step? The other client was a sacral client. Are you ready to embody this next step? Yes or no? And so now it's helping them integrate environment into their business. Starting to integrate the variables into their business because they've already mastered, you know, multiple six-figure businesses through strategy and authority, through embodiment of strategy and authority, through embodiment of what you can see in the body graph. Now it's like, okay, let's take it a step deeper. Let's go into environment. And it's completely changed their business. Like immediately, inspiration's flowing to them. It's a um, emotional authority manifester. Inspiration is flowing. Like th they can't even keep up with the inspiration and the ideas. Like we're having to rein it in. And the other one, so much to respond to. My other client, so much to respond to. She cannot believe it. She has been quote unquote stuck in a quote unquote generated plateau, plateau for so long and just shifting her environment and where she works during the day. She's responding to so much that again, we're like sorting through, okay, what's the pathway we're creating? Because there's so much here after this, you know, period of the void. So I'm telling you, I've lived it. I've experienced it. I've experienced the shift. I've experienced how potently the difference is between conditioning that happens when you're in the incorrect environment and expansion that happens when you're in the correct environment. And I've experienced even the health issues that happen when you're in the incorrect environment versus the correct environment. So if you are in the beginning of your experiment, I would say strategy and authority is paramount. If you are feeling, I have a post on Instagram that breaks down a couple points on each environment. Business by Human Design, we go deep in there and there's a ton of support within Business by Human Design. You have access to me for support in there. The, like I said, next round will be starting in January of 2022. Doors will be opening soon. We'll have a lot of fun. It'll be a fun launch that we'll do for it. Uh, we go deep into it in there and how to integrate into your business. And I can support you within that in your business. But I do have a post on Instagram that you can check out. And the last thing I'm going to end with for you guys, because, oh my goodness, has it just been a day of teaching. I am ready to just relax in my cave. The last thing I'm going to leave you guys with is a quote by Ra. And he said, everything about the surprise of discovering yourself is rooted in being in the right place so you can see correctly. If you see correctly, everything changes. This is the dilemma of human beings. They look, but they don't see. And it's not their fault. It's about awareness. It takes good fortune and discipline to get to a place where you're really going to be aware in this life and not get lost in all of these things. One of the things environment really does is it nurtures relationships. It's not just about if it's a mountain person and you're on the high ground, it's good for you. It's good for your life because it's going to make sure that you're protected in the connections you have. If you're in the right environment and somebody comes in, you are protected. You're not going to have to deal with resistance. When I say you're protected, this is the assumption that you are operating correctly through strategy and authority, right? But you're not going to have negative forces in your life that are going to be able to thrive in your life if you're in the right environment. The longer you're in the right environment, 
day by day by day. It changes the way you see. This is really what this whole thing is about in the end. So I hope my experience shifted something for you, moved something for you, really showed you. I mean, you know, like I said, my mind, my ego still to this day goes crazy. And I could go further into this story of like, actually this property we're on now is literally what I envisioned. We are in talks to buy 10 acres of farmland to move the horses here and build a farm here. Like it's literally, it's not what my ego and mind had said it would look like. And my ego and mind, it was like this big ranch and like I would not have been in a cave. Funny enough, it is a ranch house we live in with the um, basement cave suite. I call it my cave suite, my basement cave suite, but it's still a ranch. It's the exact same size of property in my dreams. And if you guys know from the beginning, I always talked about a long winding driveway with big old trees. And that's exactly what's here. Now, had I allowed my not self to drag me in a direction that wasn't meant for me, I would still be in the old custom house where I was meeting a lot of resistance, the house that did not feel right for me. It did not feel like a home. I was not having things to respond to that were lighting me up. I did not have things to respond to that were putting me on and creating the momentum of the correct path for me. And I was creating more and more and more resistance. So I was making $50 a month in my business. And it was the embodiment of what I was meant to be in, the environment I was meant to be in through strategy and authority that opened everything up. Now, again, it wasn't that I said, okay, if I move to this environment, I will hit six figures or I will have my first 10K month or I have to move to this environment because that is how I will make six figures or that is how I will have my first 10K month. This is the approach a lot of people have with human design and that is from the ego, that is from the mind. It was following strategy and authority. And within that, because I am also trained in Gene Keys by Richard Rudd, it was contemplation. It was allowing myself to contemplate, like when actually have I been in my power, in my purpose, when things seem to flow, when have things been like at the most expansive for me? And when has my health been the worst? When have I met the most resistance? And I realized that one of the most powerful potent times in my life, when I was looking back in the past, was when I lived in a basement apartment in university. I had a basement apartment. And I was just in my zone. I was just like, things were flowing. I was actually, when I was in university, the criminology department was fighting with the psychology department on uh, like me going into their programs. Uh, social work department also was desiring for me to go that route. Everything seemed to be flowing. Like it, it didn't make sense. It didn't make logical sense professors were reaching out for me to be a TA. Oh my gosh. I have such a funny story. I said yes to one and you know, fake it till you make it. I was like, Oh yeah, I totally know how to use that program you require. I had no fucking idea, but it worked out. It was a fantastic placement I had as a TA. Um, but that was when things flowed the best for me was when I had my cave, when I went home to my cave and I was having these beautiful things to respond to and I was lit up and I enjoyed life and I was joyous and expansive and, and magnetic. And it was when I left that, that things started to happen. I declared bankruptcy shortly afterwards when I was no longer in a cave. Um, my relationship started to fall apart when I was no longer in a cave with someone else. I was now with someone else, obviously. Um, that relation just like crumbled. But it was through that contemplation of looking. So 
what I encourage you into, if you're brand new to human design, I have a lot of people in my community that are brand new, but I also have a lot of people that came to me from other human design experts that, um, you know, the information just didn't sit right. So they came here. I always bring forward the science of differentiation. This is Ra's teachings that I bring forward, of course, through my own view. Um, but it's all his words. It's his teachings that I bring forward to you guys. Start with strategy and authority. Strategy, like, it is always going to be based on who you are being. I talked about in the last two podcast episodes. It's always going to be based on who you are being. First, the environment, the doing, the receiving is a natural byproduct of who you are being. When you are being embodied in your design, well, of course, you're going to be naturally drawn to your environment. You're going to feel naturally expansive in your environment that's correct for you, right? So start with strategy and authority. And if you're like, actually, you know what? I'm getting like a strong pull to this. This is something that I'm desiring to go into. I have the post on Instagram as a little bit of an intro to it. Um, Business by Human Design, we go really deep into it. And I assist my high-level one-on-one clients with going deep into their environment as well when they're ready. I only support your expansion from the true self. I don't feed into the not self. So I support your expansion through the, the true self into more embodiment, into more purpose, prosperity, and flow as it's meant to unfold for you in your life. Your power, prosperity, and purpose is going to look a lot different than everyone else's as it should because you are a unique being with a unique energetic blueprint and there's no one size fits all. Not even a one size fits all for, you know, two generators, four, six profiles, triple splits. There's no one size fits all. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I really hope my experience and what happened when I embodied the environment of caves inspires you to start making those shifts in your business and in your life. And at least be curious, be open to what will happen when you're in the right environment. Be open to what is waiting for you on the other side. What is waiting for you when you allow your body to lead you and your mind to follow through what is perceiving what it is perceiving in the correct environment. It's such an expansive place to be in. And I'm so excited to bring you this and my experience with environment because my my path is not, you know, what the ego would think. And very often in the online space, especially if you're a spiritual leader in the online space, we think we have to have a certain way of living to look like we made it. You know, if we see an influencer or a coach that's jet setting all over the world and on shores all the time. Well, if you're a cave being and you're always on shores, you're going to meet resistance. Doesn't mean you can't also have success, but it's not going to be in the way that creates the most flow for you, right? It's going to be paddling upstream. So blinders on (laughs) in the online space. You know, I said in business by human design, whoops, my light's falling. Um, I said in business by human design, not all that glitters is gold. You know, you don't, you don't know, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So not all that glitters is gold. Allow yourself to sink into the embodiment of you, the true embodiment of your energy and your design. That's what people are desiring you and your unfair advantage that you bring to the marketplace, especially markets, right? To the marketplace that you bring to the online space that you bring to humanity. The reality is, I'm guessing for who you desire to work with, they don't care if you're jet setting to Greece. They're here for the frequency you bring through. They're here for the message you bring through. 
And that message, that frequency is going to be so much more potent when you're embodying your environment. Now, you could jet set to Greece and still find a cave environment there, right? It's not this or that. It's not this or that. That's really important for us to understand as well, right? It's not this or that. That's the mind. But how can you make those shifts in your business today to be one degree even more an embodiment of your environment or one degree even more an embodiment of your strategy and authority? You know, I think it's so funny. I'm going to say this and I'm going to let you guys go. So I've been talking all day and I'm ready to not talk anymore. Um, four six, we also like our time away. The fourth line, just as much the networker as it is the hermit. And now I forgot what I was going to say. Typical generator, sacral authority. Just start playing. Get curious. Get curious. Be open. Open your perception. Where you find your perception closed down, where you find your back go up, be curious about that because that's usually an edge. That's a belief that's been conditioned into you. Question who you believe you are. I, you know, I say to my clients all the time, they're like, well, this is just how I am. And I say, when did you decide that? Is that actually who you are? Come back to who you were before the world told you who you should be. And allow your body to lead you. All right, my loves, I hope you enjoyed this. You can join me over on Instagram at I am the Ashley Eve. I will drop the link for YouTube. You can hang out with me over on YouTube. There's custom content over there that's not available anywhere else. And then, of course, the podcast is the HD CEO Psyche podcast. And there's a ton of information over there, a ton of trainings over there. Um, yeah, it's pretty badass. And I am creating the Human Design Queen. Queendom. See, I've been talking too much today. The Human Design Queendom, it'll be a free community over on Mighty Networks. It's not available just yet, but if you hop on over to Instagram at, whoops, battery's about to die, perfect timing. If you hop on over to Instagram, you will be the first to know when the Human Design Queendom, the free community opens up. All right. I love you guys. Again, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for hanging out with me.